I'm starting to get stressed out. Gemman has a haircut and Robin's screwing up this damn list. Let's get into it. Back at the table to talk about these record-breaking sales. And we got some big books that sold this week, Jem. No surprises there. The runners-up always has those big one-off record-breaking sales. And we're going to start with number 10 on the list for a trend that we've been seeing recently on these videos. First, meetups. We have Marvel Team-Up issue 15 from 1973. This is the first meeting of Spider-Man and the Ghost Rider. Debuting in 1973, we have the first appearance of the orb. And this is before he was this like humanoid body with an eyeball. It was originally a eyeball helmet to cover his two-faced looking face. The orb, same character, different person, would also play a major role in Original Sin in Marvel's 2014 event. There's a total of 287 slabs on the census. I don't think a lot of collectors know the significance of this key comic book. There are 29.8s that exist on the census. Prior to the record being set July of this year for $1,440, the last recorded sale was back in 2020 for 525 Collectors have already been speculating that Ghost Rider will show up in the MCU, and it's likely that he'll run into Peter Parker. We have a CGC 8.5 that sold for just $128 in April of this year, up now 84%, selling for $235. We source 10 books from a much larger list of record-breaking comic books found on the best comic app in the world. It's called Key Collector Comics, and you can utilize code TOM101 to unlock a free two-week subscription of the app, get access to a wealth of comic data, the other record-breaking sales, and so much more. And at the list at number nine, we're going to have our golden age guru take over. I love seeing Timeless on this list. And are you kidding me with this book? It's an extremely rare book. And to see a 0.5 sell for that price isn't astonishing at all. A 9.4 sold last year for almost $41,000. Now, let me explain to you why this book is so important and why it's so coveted. This is the first appearance of Aquaria. Nautica Neptunia, aka Namora, who we just saw in Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. She's a very important character in the mythos of comics and is Submariner's cousin. Now, the other thing is she was popular enough to get her own title. She had three issues of Namora 1, 2, and 3. Now, let me show you and tell you another book that's on this list that I really love, and it's Astonishing 30. This pre-code horror is fantastic. It's a Joe Manili cover, and take a look at this image. We have back-to-back -back weeks where cover is vaporizing a character as we see these two eyes in the night sky terrorizing the cemeteries. And this poor gal has to witness her hubby melting away. And now we're back at the table to discuss number eight on the list, Scud number nine, debuting in 1995. This is the very first action figure cover. And there are only eight slabs on the CGC census with only four recorded GPA sales. There's only one 9.0 and three 9.4s. The only two sales in that grade was a $54 sale in March of this year and a $208 sale in October of this year. Then we have the 9.8 selling for the first time June of this year for $190 and Again, this past week, we have a new record-setting sale for $2.98, and that's an increase of 57 since it sold back in June. Now, John Tyler Christopher wouldn't do the first action figure cover, but he would definitely popularize them, and I remember first seeing them for Marvel's Star Wars, but then he would go on to all different publishers,
doing these types of variants. Key Collector even has an entire category on the app. If you enjoy these action figure covers, kind of get some of that nostalgia from hunting for toys when you were a kid. This book, Scud, is really strange and it will give you some Rick and Morty vibes for good reason. Dan Harmon would actually write a handful of the issues of this very run. Moving on to number seven on the list, we have some Death of Superman goodness. Justice League of America, issue 69. We're talking about the third printing. This is the third printing and you can tell because of the Roman numeral three next to the numbering and that matters because this is a more scarce comic and this is when doomsday is going nuts taking out the jla and he's still in his containment suit so he hasn't even gone full doomsday yet but he is knocking them down one by one Many of these issues saw later printings. Man of Steel 18 saw five printings for the first appearance of Doomsday, and we just celebrated the 30th anniversary of this run, and we got a new character out of that as well, the Doombreaker. I think a lot of people need to learn about their printings of this issue because there has to be more that exists than what's on the census. There's only 18 slabs, and six are graded at a 9.8. March of this year, one sold for two thirty-five. August of this year, another for six fifty. These are going missed. The all-new record-breaking sale puts it twenty-three percent above that six hundred and fifty dollars sale. Now selling for eight hundred. If third printing isn't scarce enough, keep an eye out for the fourth printing because the last GPA sale for a nine point eight in twenty twenty-one hit one thousand dollars at the list. At number six, Power Man number 17, debuting in 1974. This is when Luke Cage adopts the name Power Man. Now the current mayor of New York, if you're reading current Marvel comics, there are only 227 slabs on the CGC census, of only two in a 4.0, 16 9.0s, 27 9.2s, and 50 9.4. There are 45 9.6s last selling in September 2021 for $339. And Jem, there are 19 copies graded at a 9.8. This one does not come up often. That's right. The last time it broke record was in 2010 when it sold for $1,200. It's all new record breaking sale puts it 25% above that, selling for $1,495. At this point in Marvel Comics, Luke Cage wasn't getting the cred he deserved, and he believed it was largely because he didn't have a flashy superhero name. He was known as Luke Cage Hero for Hire, and when he got the Power Man name, it's when he went full super. And we would see that change in title in this issue, and that would last until issue 50 when Iron Fist would join him in the trade dress. Now, speaking of comic titles having an identity crisis, number five on the list, we have Giant Size Superstars, issue number one. Now, follow me down this rabbit hole. This was supposed to be an ongoing series, but because it wasn't, we ended up getting Giant Size X-Men. We have prominently shown on the cover the Hulk versus the Thing, and Giant Size Superstars, Superstars was going to be a line of comics featuring multiple heroes as the highlight. Issue 2 was going to feature Spider-Man and Morbius, but it never happened. Instead, they changed the name to Giant Size Fantastic Four number 2. And then other heroes got their own Giant Size, including Spider-Man, including the X-Men. We say all that because it's cool history, but the real reason this book is making the list is because the Thing vs. Hulk battle, and I would love to see that play out on screen in the MCU. Now, we have 351 total slabs on the CGC census, a lonely 2.5, 
4290s, 4692s, 7694s, and 63 9.6s. There are 18 copies graded at a 9.8, and this is a tough book in high grade. That thick cover causes spine stress, spine splitting, and the last time a 9.8 sold was back in April 2021 when it sold for $1,500. But wait, there's more. There is one single 9.9 that exists. And it's begging for price correction. It last sold in March 2007 for $343. And this week, we had two different 9.6s come out into the marketplace and shatter the 2016 record of $295. The first selling for $500, an increase of 69%. And the second selling for $732 for an increase of 148%. Hot damn. Moving on to number four on the list, we're going to Detective Comics with issue 241 from 1957, the classic Rainbow Batman story. The Rainbow Batman classic story, Silver Age Batman at his world's finest. We have Dick Grayson on television with a broken arm getting praised for saving someone. And there's no like child labor laws at this time. So he can't just take a break. He's got to get right back on the horse. He has to throw that uniform back on and fight crime at night. What is he to do to keep his identity secret? A little bit of misdirection. Bruce Wayne comes up with the bright idea to wear different types of bat suits, some more elaborate than the next, including one with a target on his chest and the classic rainbow suit to distract people from the fact that Robin also has a broken arm. Now, I know many of you are thinking, Batman, why didn't you just have Robin stay at home? He's a child. Let him heal. And really, when it comes down to it, Bruce is like, no, you live in my mansion for free. You're not paying rent. You got to fight crime every single night, damn it. And we also have a record-breaking sale to discuss. I agree with Batman. This is Gotham City, baby. Now, there are only 93 copies on the CGC census, which includes six 7.5s. The last GPA sale was in April of 2021, where it sold for 2375 This book is so scarce in high grade. The 8.0, in which there are only three copies in existence, came to market three months prior to that 7.5 that Jem just discussed, and it sold for $500 less for $18.60. That just proves that when this book comes up in high grade, members are willing to throw money down because they have to pay for today's keys at tomorrow's prices. Yeah, look at the 8.5. There's only three on the CGC census, and in July of 2019, that sold for $3,250. And that brings us to the 5.5, last selling in 2021 for $500 for an increase of 63%, an all-new high sale selling for $1,300 this week. If you enjoy what we do, give me an excuse to send you comics every single month. I've teamed up with Peach Momoka. I've teamed up with Dave and Mac. We have Demon Wars Shield of Justice number one going out in every single box and Ninja Funk number one, Trade Dress, Virgin, Foils and medals going out one per box at random. ComicTom101.com to join the community or hit the link in the description. Moving on to number three on the list, we're going to stick with Batman for a super scarce book. We're talking Batman in Beltum for Safety. This was a giveaway safety pamphlet from 1981. This is a small promotional comic book telling kids that they got to buckle up to save their lives. I mean, a 3.5 by 5.5 inches small four-panel story that shows Robin just being a dick, Grayson. 
Robin getting into all types of shenanigans on this list, taking off his seatbelt because it's more comfortable? Come on, Robin. There are only two slabs on the CGC census, and they're both 9.4s. It sold publicly three times. The first time was back in January of 2010, where it sold for $50. Then in July of 2020, it sold for $169. And that brings us to the 9.4 record-breaking sell today, an increase of 364% for an all-new high of $785. Hot day. Isn't it crazy to think that seatbelt laws weren't a thing until the 80s? I mean, that's why this promotional item exists in the first place. People had to be convinced to buckle up. They had to be shown Dick Grayson about to lose his face after Batman has to break real hard in this pamphlet. He ends up flying straight into the bat dash. And funny enough, number two on the list is also a four-page promotional comic book. It's Godzilla vs. Megalon from 1976. It's officially the first U.S. Godzilla comic book distributed. This four-page promotional comic was distributed at the theaters in promoting of this movie. And this is a promotional item that went unnoticed and unknown for years. We have an 8.5 selling in 2018 for only 100 bucks. This past week, for an increase of 2,300%, we have an all-new high of $2,400. Hot damn. Now, there are only three copies in an 8.5 on the CGC census, just like the 9.0. But the last GPA sale on that was back in 2018, where it sold for just $250. There's only one copy graded at a 9.2. Seven copies on the census in total. That was it. We just went through them. And the last time that 9.2 sold was in 2018 for $300. I think that person is feeling pretty good right about now. If you enjoy what we do, we're here every seven days for the comic fam talking about record-breaking sales. But we do a lot more than that. We chat about trending comics. We talk about the hottest comics in the world. So hit the subscribe button. And Jem, why don't you hit them with the number one sale this week? Because I suspect the trickle-down effect is going to come in with the strength. We've got a crazy CGC 9.8 record breaker to discuss for Green Lantern 87 from 1971. Not only is it the second appearance of Guy Gardner, but the first appearance of Jon Stewart. Now this book landed on the trending list 24 days ago. Since then, when it ranked at number nine, there has been an increase of 31 slabs added to the census. And that's because of the amount of news that's come out about the HBO Max series. Green Lantern going from a full game of throne style series where it would take you all over a timeline and introduce you to many green lanterns it's now just a focus on one john stewart this being his first appearance on a white cover that's thick difficult to acquire in high grade has made this book not just hot as hell but extra wanted in high grade and a neil adams cover to boot there are 124 9.4s on the cgc census and now only 57 9.6s one less than the last time it was reported on, but there is an increase in the 9.8s, now bringing that total to 34. Somebody could have cracked, pressed, and regraded that one. I think it's way more likely that that happened than somebody holding out on a 9.8 raw copy for all this time, and then conveniently, this past week, it came to market. A 9.8, last selling in March for its height, at $10,500 was outdone with an increase of 38% with an all-new high selling for $14,500. Hot damn. This book 
be spiking up $4,000. We're in a buyer's market, but those undervalued DC books are getting some love. We told them about that, Jam. We appreciate your time today, Comic Familia. And as always, geek responsibly and statements fresh. Enough said. Join myself and Heron Heavens at 5 p.m. on Wednesday for What Not Wednesdays, the best new place to buy and sell collectibles. We do dollar start auctions that last as little as 15 seconds long. We break out the exclusives, the giveaways, the keys, and we do some crazy deals. We have two other videos for you to check out. We made them for you. Enjoy them and have a great week.